Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is uh, Monday, February 8th, 2016. Thank you all so much for joining us. We are here Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. We are so excited about the month of February. It has been absolutely incredible. Uh, the whole 2016 so far has just been fantastic. Hopefully you've been able to uh, get started and get a head start on those goals and those things that you set out to do uh, this year because definitely you want to make sure this is the year that you make those things happen. And plugging into something that's positive, progressive, principle-based that's going to help you go to that next is what is one amazing way in order to do that. And so that's what we provide here with Motivational Moment in the morning. Make sure you continue to invite those you love and you care for, family, family, coworkers, associates, everybody. You want to plug into this platform. We ask that you share it on social media, your notes that you extract from the call. Post your notes, tag us in it, uh, either with our names or using the hashtag when dreams collide. That'll be amazing uh, to, to spread that positivity out there on social media. Um, also, mark your calendar. Mark your calendar. Well, actually, first of all, tonight, ladies, set your reminders for Straight Talk, Women Talk tonight at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. This same telephone number, the pin, however, is 845-165. Be sure you connect with the ladies in the Straight Talk, Women Talk group on Facebook. You can also just go to straighttalkwomantalk.com to get details as well. But we come together every Monday evening at 8 o'clock p.m., Central Standard Time, that's 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern, uh, for awesome teaching, principle-based teaching with no condemnation and no judgment. So you definitely want to connect with the ladies of the Straight Talk Woman Talk platform. So that's tonight. And then February 27th, we'll be in New York City. New York will be there for a wind workshop. workshop. Uh, myself, my husband, and a bunch of other powerful people are coming together. We have our Vision Impact partner, Ms. Latija Beasley, that's hosting it. We're looking forward to coming out to the East Coast and serving that marketplace, uh, going over those things that we know are necessary uh, for you to take your purpose to work to the next level. So meet us there. Details, tickets, and information are on WilkinsEvents.com. And then on March the 5th, we'll be in Dallas, Texas, ladies, myself, Dr. Estralita Bruce, and our sister, Minister Keisha Wilson, will be in Dallas, Texas, March the 5th, for the Straight Talk Woman Talk Impart Sessions. Okay, it's going to be absolutely incredible. We're going to teach you what to do to make sure those things that you have released and purged out in your life, uh, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, don't come back. And so we're going to cover a lot of things there. You definitely want to make sure you come and, uh, and bring your sisters with you. StraightTalkWomanTalk.com is where you can get the details, tickets, and information for that. All right, folks, get your pen and paper handy so you can take your notes. Pull up your social media pages so you can post them and tag us in it. If you're driving, put on your earpiece. My husband is here ready to rock and roll. So, honey, won't you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIPs? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs, vision, impact. Partners, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. I am excited about your future. Let me tell you why. I want to talk from a thought this morning. Are you in the game? 
Are you in the game? See, there are three types of people in this world. There are those of us that are in the game. There are those of us that are on the bench. And there are several thousands of people that are in the stands. There are those of us in the game, those of us on the sideline, on the bench, and many thousands of people that are simply in the stands, cheering and applauding and, and ranting and raving, painting their face just to cheer for those people that are in the game. Are you in the game? You know, yesterday you had millions upon millions of people from around the country and around the world that paused for station identification to watch other people build it for their last name, to watch other champions, other contenders, other winners go out there and play for a trophy. Not only did they play for a trophy, they had people there, ladies and gentlemen, that were cheering on the stands. They had people that were celebrating. They had people that were excited. They had people that were clapping, applauding, crying, emotional about a game that they weren't even playing in. They were connected to the very players because here's what happened people, many people, ladies and gentlemen. Many people have lacked the courage to become a champion. They've lacked the courage to pursue their own dream. They've lacked the courage to get in their own game. They've lacked the courage to be a hero. That's why all they do is celebrate others. All they do is clap and cheer and applaud for other heroes, other champions, and other contenders because deep down in reservoirs of their soul, they know they have not been willing to do what's required to get in the game. My question for you this morning is, are you in the game? Are you in the game or are you pointing blame? Are you pointing the blame for why you're not in the game because maybe last time something didn't go as according to plan? Maybe you slipped and fall, you failed. Maybe you have some bumps and bruises, and because of that, you've mentally checked out of the game of life. You've mentally checked out of your own Super Bowl. You've mentally checked out of places and people that were there to sharpen you, and you've identified them as haters. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to share something with you, and I want you to never forget this. Please post this on social media. Not everybody that challenges you is a hater. Not everybody that challenges you that is a hater. Not everybody that disagrees with you is a hater. Some of us just don't want to see you crash. Yeah, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. See, if you're not getting sharpened, if there's no friction, see, there can be no sharpening without friction. And if there's no friction in your relationships, if there's nobody that can tell you the truth. See, most people don't understand that we would rather hurt your feelings than damage your future. Write that down. I would rather hurt your feelings than destroy or damage your future. And you've got to get around people that sharpen you, that make you better, that force you to step out of your comfort zone. Because in the words of Brian Tracy, he said, your comfort zone is your danger zone. And here's what happens with most people. When friction comes into their life that causes them to do better, that causes them to walk better, that causes them to be better, they start to say, no, I don't want that, because they're so accustomed to hanging around plastic, phony people. You can't get sharpened ha hanging around plastic, phony people. Yes, men that just, just smile and, and go along to get along. You can't get to the next level of strengthening and conditioning. There can be no strength without struggle. There can be no difficulty without destiny. You have to understand that there's a resounding question that you must answer starting today. Are you 
in the game. See, the way you know you're in the game is when you start to go through the various vicissitudes in life, where you find yourself in a conundrum between where you were and where you're going. You find yourself fourth down and one with five seconds left to go in the game. What do you do? Do you punt the ball? Do you go for it? See, many people have failed because they chose not to go for it, because you, don't, you, you, you either win or you learn. In, in spite of what's taking place, in spite of the circumstances, in spite of the tribulations, my question for you today is, are you in the game? Are you in the game or are, we, are, are you on the bench? Are you waiting to get in the game? Are you waiting? Are you consistently waiting? Do you have what I call weight training? See, many people, they don't realize that at some points in the game, you may get injured. Yeah. Some points in the game, something may have taken place that caused you to be on the sidelines of life, and it's okay. But what I don't want you to do is to take off your uniform and leave the sideline of life and go sit in the stands, and that's what many people have done, opposed to allowing their, their body, opposed to allowing their spirit and their soul to be vindicated, to heal, to go through the process of healing because hurting people hurt people, what they tend to do is force themselves from the stands or force themselves from the benches and go sit in the stands and clap and applaud and cheer and act as if because they've got on a jersey that is the one with their name on it. Far be it for you to have on the jersey of somebody else's last name and never find one of your own. Are you in the game? See, a good dog is not a good dog because of how good it barks. A dog, is not a, a dog is not a good dog. It's not considered a good dog because it's a good barker. Likewise, a man or a woman are not considered good men or women because of how you talk. What's your walk look like? We walk by faith. What's your walk look like? Have you been walking? Or have you been sitting? Have you, have you been complaining or are you explaining? Are you studying the film of your life and saying, you know what, these are the areas that I am going to commit to improving on. These are the areas in my life that I'm going to do better in. See, it's not my mama, it's not my father, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. In other words, I am going to take personally or personal responsibility. That's the word, responsibility. What is that? It is the ability to respond. So what I get knocked down? One author said you get knocked down seven times, you get up eight. You have to get back in the game. The only way you win is if you play the game all the way through. And don't stop because you're down on the score. Don't give up. Don't, go, don't, don't just restrain yourself from going, from the, for, for going for the loose balls in life simply because you don't want to get dirty. You know, most people are more concerned with the halftime shows of life than they are their own Super Bowl game because we'll rather be entertained than empowered. Most people will rather be entertained than equipped. Most people will rather be entertained than educated. But what you've got to rest in your mind and in the basement of your soul is that in spite of the people that are in the stands of life simply waiting for the halftime performance, I am preparing myself to win my own Super Bowl. 
I'm preparing myself to win my own game in life. I'm preparing myself through all of the, the, the breakdowns. See, I can't have a breakthrough without a go-through. I can't have a breakthrough without the breakdowns. And it's the tears that I'm sowing because those of us that sow in tears will reap in joy. When I see an athlete, when I see a professional that's sitting up there, these are grown men that lost the game yesterday and they're crying. Why are they crying? Because they know they put in work. They know that they've gone through the pain. They know they've served in their area of excellence. They know they've been up in early in the morning. They know they've gone to bed late at night. They've had to come back from injuries. They've put everything on their line. It's bigger than the money. It becomes the mission just to win a Vince Lombardi trophy. And you laugh at them and you say, what's wrong with them? Others of you, you cheer for them, you celebrate them. And we're wondering how in the world or why in the world do millions of people gather around just to watch other people perform or play in the game of life? Here's why. And I want you to write it down. When you become a champion, it demands attention and commands respect. When you become a champion, it demands attention and commands respect. When you become a champion, it demands attention and commands respect. My question for you, are you in the game? Are you on the bench? Or are you cheering from the stands? Are you in the game? I mean, really, I'm not talking about just, just going through the motions. No, I'm not talking about just reading the books. I'm saying taking the books that you read and applying the chapters in your own life. I'm not just talking about having a good game. I'm talking about having a great series. Anybody can show up for a game and win one game, but what do you do when the pressure comes? Do you fold under pressure? Because only under pressure does a coal become a diamond. Everybody wants to be a diamond, but very few people want to get cut. Are you in the game? See, when you're in the game, you have to understand that cutting is a part of the process. When you're in the game, you have to realize that I've never seen a professional athletic team or athletic team. I've never seen a professional sports team, listen to me, never make cuts. Mm. I've never seen a professional team never make trades. I've never seen a professional team never fire a coach. So you have to realize in this game that you're in, there's some people, listen to me, that you're going to have to cut off the team. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they're good players, but they're not a good fit. Yeah, you're going to have to learn how to cut certain people off your team if you're going to win the championship. See, some people that are on your team at this moment may be good enough to potentially win a few games, but they will not be the ones that carry you into the playoffs. Not only will they not be the ones that carry you into the playoffs, some of the people that you have on your team will not be the ones to actually assist you with winning the championship. There are other people that are connected to you that you're going to have to cut off. There's some people you're going to have to trade. You're going to trade some people from your team. Yeah, you're going to have to make some trades to get other players on your team. If you're going to win the championship, are you in the game? See, when you're in the game, you have to make game time decisions. You can't get so emotionally confused in your emotions where you can't make decisions as an owner. See, when you're an owner and you're sitting 
on top of the field. You're sitting in the box office and you've got your binoculars and you're looking down on your field. You're looking at what's taking place. You're seeing who's not performing. You're seeing who's not, who's not running their routes correctly. You're seeing who's not giving their all. You see who's on the sidelines, T.T. and Takayan. You see those that are playing around and you've got to make a decision as an owner that you're a good person and you're just not good for the team and you make a trade. See, that's what happens professional teams. They make trades all the time. They say, nope, this guy doesn't fit the personality. This girl, she doesn't feel, fit the culture of what we're developing. See, that, that's not a good fit. See, you may be talented, but your talented may be overbearing. What comes with your talent? What comes with your blessing? What burden comes with the blessing of having you? And if the burden is too heavy, because if the burden that you bring is too heavy, or if it's heavier than the blessing, we may need to trade you. You may become too much of a distraction for the organization, and what happens is an owner must make a trade, trade you for somebody else that fits. Not only that, when you look at it, you have to understand that they not only make trades, they make cuts, they make trades as well. Are you in the game? Are you in the game to make a trade? Are you, in the, are you in the game to make some cuts? And are you in the game to win? My question this morning for you, ladies and gentlemen, is are you playing the game? Are you playing games? Or are you in the game? That's a good one. Are you playing games or are you in the game? That's a powerful question because that's what a lot of people are doing. They're just playing games. They come around because it's fun to do with social or, or they, they like to say different things and post them just because it sounds good. But you got to practice what you post. You actually got you to put it in the work that's required so that it, when it is your time and your name is called, you can actually deliver. So many times we've seen people been around and, and, and uh, in, in the vicinity of success to the point where they have a false sense of success. And you don't want that to happen to you. You don't. You want to make sure that you're not just around it just to be around it. You want to make sure you're there to extract something, to extract information, to extract wisdom, to to extract the knowledge and the know-how so that you can actually go and apply it and get results from it. Because working doesn't train. I mean, uh, training doesn't work, but working does train. And so you want to make sure that you're, you're doing the work so that you are getting the training that you do. That's why they have at different jobs, OJT, on-the-job training. They have on-the-job training because they want, they want you to understand that, yeah, you can sit in a conference room all day and just get talked to all day, and that's fine, but it's not until you actually apply what you've been taught that you actually know what you're doing. That's when you get in the game, when you're able to apply what it is that you've been taught. And so that's why they have the on-the-job training. Well, so it is with life. You got, you got on-the-journey training in life, whereas you're going to have all these different situations that come up so that you can actually apply what it is that you've learned. So all the things that we've shared on this call here, all the things, ladies, that we've shared on Straight Talk, Woman Talk, all those things have been us teaching you. Well, you don't really know it until you are in the game and able to apply it. What are you going to do when that time comes where you have to take what it is that's been taught and actually implement it 
and do something with it. And then at that point, you go from thinking that it's true to believing that it's true to flat out knowing for a fact that it's true because a person can be convinced out of what they think. They can be convinced out of what they believe, but they can never be convinced out of what they know. Once you know fire is hot, nobody can convince you otherwise. And the best way to know if fire is hot is to simply get close to it or to get burned. Once you get burned, you know for a fact it's hot. And so you don't uh, make it a point every day to just hang around with some fire, to just hang around with the heat and get burned all the time. No, because you, you know better now. You've been in that game. <laughs> you know what that, what that play ends like. You, you know who wins the championship of that battle. It's the fire because you get burned. And so you got to make sure that you are extracting what's required but then going out and applying it. That's how you really get in the game. The plays don't work until you apply it. That's how you win the championship, by applying the plays, applying the teachings, uh, applying the wisdom and the information. You can read all day. I am big on personal development. I think it's important to continue to saturate yourself with something positive. But you can't just sit and read all day. At some point in time, you got to get up and actually go apply what it is that you've read, period. You have to apply what it is that you've read. Faith without works is dead, not faith without reading. Read it, understand what it is, get your faith, your excitement, your confidence built up, and then go apply it with the works. Now you got life. Now you have something to work towards. Now you're in the game and you're able to win, okay? Now you know what's really going on. Proverbs 14.23 says that in all labor there is profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. In all labor, there is profit. There is profit in the work that you're doing. There is. But if you're just talking, then you're going to lead to poverty. Growing up, we used to say, you're going to talk about it, be about it. Listen, you got to be about something. you got to make sure the tongue in your mouth matches the tongue in your shoes, and you're walking out what you're talking about. That's how you know that you're in the game. Because if you're just standing from the bleachers or standing at the podium with the mic or, or whatever the case may be, standing at the front talking at people about what to do, and they can't look to you as an example of how to do it, you lose credibility. You can only talk for so long. You can only rant and rave and post on social media for so long. Sooner or later, the truth will come out. What was done in the dark will come into the light. Time would either promote or expose you. So make sure as time passes, you're getting promoted. And, and maybe throughout that time, you are exposing some areas to yourself where you say, you know what, I thought I had this down, but I really don't just yet. Let me go back and do some more work so that when it comes up again, I'm ready. You got to be able to critique yourself along the way. You know how you should have should have ran that play. You know how you should have handled that situation, that opposition from that enemy. You know they are designed to get on your nerves. The purpose of a distraction is to distract you. The purpose of an adversary uh, it's to bring adversity. So when it comes, think it not strange. Think it not strange. You, you can't be shocked and surprised when an idiot does idiotic things. You can't be shocked and surprised when a liar lies. You can't be shocked and surprised when a thief steals. This is what they do. Okay. So that's, that's the opposition that you're going to be faced as you are playing this game. There's always defense. But the defense that we fight here isn't in the natural, it's in the spiritual. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spirits and principalities and rulers and, and high and dark places. 
So you got to know who you're up against. You got to know who your team, who, who's your opponent, what they talking about, and and, and uh, create the plays, the strategy, and the and the plan necessary so that you can defeat them. That's how not only you are able to get in the game, but stay in the game and win the game. That's the whole key. The key is being able to win at what it is that you're doing, period, whether it's your marriage, whether it's your career, whether it's that new business that you started, maybe whether it's parenting, whether it's just being a better friend. You want to be able to, 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 play the, to, to run the right play so that as the game goes on, you can win and be good and great at those things. Ladies and gentlemen, get in. Stop playing games and get in the game. Honey. We're in the game. We're like EA Sports. We're in the game. Get in the game. And most importantly, stay in the game. The only way you win is if you finish. Run your own race, but keep up with the pace. Run your own race, but keep up with the pace. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.